Welcome to the One Rental at a Time podcast. If this is your first time, welcome. If you're a repeat listener, welcome back. On this channel, we have simple goals. We want to inspire investors to move forward. We want to create belief that one rental at a time is possible. And we want to help you take positive steps forward. If you want to learn more about your host, Michael Zuber, please go to Amazon and buy his book, self-titled or self-published, One Rental at a Time. I believe there's a link in the description. If you're ready to get started with buy and hold rentals, but unsure what to do, I strongly encourage you to consider buying our online course. It gives you the tools to get started, help you learn your market, allows you to compare deals, and so much more. Lastly, by buying the course, you are granted access to a private Facebook group where I and my students interact daily. Everyone is equal and we just keep helping everyone move forward. It is so much fun to watch. And again, I believe a link is in the description. With that, on with the show. Hey everyone, thanks for watching. I have a really exciting show for you today. I actually have a young man who is 19 years old, interested in real estate investing and reached out to me for some mentorship. So I thought we would do an interview and uh, review his questions. Yeah. Hey guys, how's it going? <laughs> <laughs> so Richard, uh, why don't you just give a quick background of who you are, where you are in the country, and, and we'll start from there. Yeah. So like you said, I am 19 years old. I'm in uh, the Bay Area, basically the San Francisco area. Um, it's a part of the world where real estate is not the most cheapest. <laughs> uh, but the background is um, I got started in business at the year at the year of 2016, okay. which is, I'm all, I was also 16 years old. So basically every year is kind of like my birthday. It's very mm -hmm. easy to track. <laughs> I'll never forget my birthday, quite honestly, nice. or, or my age. Um, but yeah, I got started in business. I wanted to create some type of freedom for myself, uh, whether it was to escape um, my parents' control or just for my own freedom's sake. And... Um, yeah, that's where I really dove into business and I ended up doing a lot of e-commerce and now I run an agency. And the third adventure I really want to dive into 100% is real estate. And uh, Michael's definitely the guy to learn from. So uh, I yeah, appreciate that. I want to catch up to him one day. <laughs> oh, I, I have every faith that you will surpass me um, given how young you're starting. So congratulations. But, but let's go back to starting a business at 16. That's, that's unique. Um, what kind of sparked that? What was it? All of that. Yeah, I would say it's a combination of a, a lot of different things. Um, number one, I really didn't want to go to college because it's four years and it could be quite costly. Um, Number two, the path after that would probably be a nine to five or some type of system where I don't have full control over my life. And I'm not a control freak, but I like that freedom. And there are days where there are Wednesdays where I don't want to work. There are Tuesdays I don't want to work. And it's better if I just don't work that day and work on a Sunday instead. So 
And the other reason was simply because I love my parents and all, but I grew up in an Asian household and my parents essentially um, controlled every move in my life, anywhere from playing piano to um, anything. But their goal is to, you know, make me the best version of myself. But sometimes they don't know what's best and they definitely don't want their children to doing uh, high risk stuff. And to be quite honest with you, business was, I had no expectations with it. Uh, for all I know, I want to be 24 and it still doesn't happen. But I walked into it pretty aggressively and I wanted to make it happen. Uh, I was sleeping quite little because I was in high school. But the whole goal and the whole vision in my head, the whole two years, um, um, was, was just freedom. I wanted freedom. I wanted to you know, do whatever I want, really. Very cool. So you've used that word freedom five or six times now. Why don't you define really yeah. what that means to you? Um, when I was starting out, it was at a very primary level. So what I mean by that is not having to worry about bills, paying for my own food, um, and any expenses on a very primary level. And now my definition of freedom is just having the resources to do what I love. Mm. Um, and whether that's deploying into real estate or investing in projects that I find exciting, maybe I'll do a startup. Um, but money at the end of the day is really just ammo in the clip, allowing mm -hmm. you to, you know, put it wherever you want. Um, and you know, you can do bad things with money. You can also do great things with money. Um, and yeah, the goal right now is just, I'm still trying to figure it out guys. <laughs> so, um, you know, every single day I try and strive to become a better version of myself. That's how I wake up every single day. And it could be very small increments of improvement, but I think real estate will be a very good step in my life where, um, it's just simply a really good investment for me to kind of set up for the rest of my life. Mm -hmm. So I don't have to worry. So what was it about real estate investing that made this be kind of your third career, kind of where you take your savings and deploy it? Was it the wealth creation? Was it cash flow? I mean, what got you excited? Real estate's amazing. Um, anywhere from tax advantages, anywhere from depreciation to um, wealth building. And the reason why I chose real estate is there's obviously so many other investments anywhere from uh stocks to uh, you know like cryptocurrency right but these things i don't really understand stocks i have lost money and i think you lost money as well and i don't think that i can really beat people on the wall street or you know as much as i can learn i there's always that risk of losing money um and crypto i just don't really understand it. I believe in the technology and I, I hope it actually becomes something very big because if it, if it brings something valuable to this earth, I mean, I think that that's a great thing for everybody. Mm -hmm. um, but these are things I don't understand. And um, quite, my, my parents do a little bit of real estate as well. They basically, they're, my, my dad's actually like, I think 63, 64 now. Mm -hmm. And my mom's 10 years young. Wow, that's a cat right there. That's awesome. Okay, let's, let's move that real quick. Let's move that real quick. That's my uh, friend's cat. That's awesome. Cool. 
It's okay. So you're saying your dad was 63, 64, your mom was, or is? Yeah, uh, 10 years younger, so okay. around uh, 50. So they're getting a little old, but they've, they, um, they've saved most of their money. They're not, they're very, very frugal people. Mm-hmm. Um, so they've recently been, been buying a little bit of real estate. Um, and yeah, actually funded one of their deals for, um, for Oakland. Because they okay. have two properties in Oakland and one in the Bay Area. So, you know, I wanted to learn from them at first. But to be quite honest with you, they're still trying to figure it out. <laughs> and, you know, um, and uh, I'm just very grateful that I found, you know, you, Michael. Oh, that, that's great. Well, I, I appreciate the backstory. I know we came to this kind of wanting to understand each other. Do you have any questions uh, for me that so we can sort of get this relationship going? Yeah, you know, I, I definitely want to help other viewers as well. And I think that I want to set myself as a position as, you know, if anybody that was watching this could be in a position I am right now to ask you as a mentor. Yeah. Um, we, we definitely went over a lot of questions already. Um, recently, I had a question about location. Mm-hmm. So I don't know if you are binded in uh, Mountain View because I know you have a family, mm-hmm. but let's just say you're not married, um, you have the freedom of going anywhere. Are there places that make more sense in terms of numbers mm-hmm. than your current place in investing, Fresno, yeah. like Michigan or Florida? What do you think? Yeah, so I think there are places that make better numeric or Excel sense, right? The Excel yeah. sheet says it makes more. Um, yeah. But we've, we've been investing long enough to know that Excel lies and other things can happen. The best example I have is Texas. In 2008 or 2009, we seriously thought about leaving Fresno and going to Texas. Like we took airplane flights, we spent weekends, and the numbers looked better. Uh, but unfortunately, during our investigation, we found that they have this thing called, uh, they have property taxes, and their property taxes reset every year. Uh, unlike California with Prop 13, they don't reset, right? There's a cap in growth. So in Texas, okay. what's happening is there are now real estate investors losing houses because the property taxes has exceeded uh, their cash flow. So there's, there's no more cash Got flow, right? right? The, lo- the local area has ringed out all the positive cash flow. If we had made that move to Texas, we probably would have gone from eight houses to maybe 25, but we'd have no cash flow today and maybe have lost some. Um, so I think, there's, I think there are absolutely markets that make sense, but I believe you have to learn your market because everything is different. Detroit, your example. I believe Detroit looks as good as it's ever looked today. I believe if uh, unemployment doubles, if Ford and GM continue to lose market share, that they're going to, unemployment's going to triple and it's going to be a horrible time to be a landlord. So, you know, there's, I think if you're going to invest in a market like Detroit or Columbus, Ohio or Nashville, you really should live there. Because it's it's the people on the ground that can see what's changing. Yeah. First being a California investor trying to buy in Columbus or Detroit. It's, it's yeah. a fool's game. Yeah. 
I honestly kind of thought about it. I was like, am I willing to move to Michigan, uh, Detroit? Um, you know, I, I, I am, I've been in California my whole life and California is great. I've been spoiled in certain areas, but mm -hmm. I, I think it would be a humbling experience for myself to move to Michigan. Um, but who knows? I mean, that's just one of the opportunities and one of the locations I'm looking at. And um, if you guys didn't know, by the way, Michael and I, we don't live too far away, but we are a little bit far. I think I'm around an hour away. Um, and maybe we'll have the chance to take a look at Fresno because, mm -hmm. um, you know, as long as I don't want to be competing with you or anything, but I think that that is one of the places where um, it's easier, easier entry. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, you are. Yeah, I will absolutely take you down there, introduce you to the team. I do this all the time. I don't see you as competition, right? I, I'm a very abundance mindset. Uh, so I'll give you everything I have. And um, I, I, I think you. you as a 19 year old, I think we've already hit the number one question. I believe live where you want and invest where the numbers make sense. Um, but given you have, you know, 50 years ahead of you at least, you really get, you've got to, you've got to dig in and live in a market and learn it. Um, so yeah, are you willing to move to Detroit? Are you willing to move to Nashville, Huntsville, Alabama, right? There's some great markets, but you know, you want to pick up and move. That's a question for you, I think. Yeah. It's, it's a question that I definitely need to punch a little bit more pros and cons in. Um, yeah, like right now I still live with my parents, by the way. So mm -hmm. expenses are quite low. Um, anywhere from eating, we just basically split all the costs, and it's as low as it can really get. Um, you know, there are months where I only spend two hundred dollars. I have no expenses. Wow. Um, and I, I try to keep that as low as possible because, um, you know, I always think there might be one day where I'll need that eight hundred dollars extra or a thousand dollars extra. Um, it could go very, very far. Um, yeah. I'll probably stick with the live where I want for now, just because my family is here. Mm -hmm. Even my grandparents are, are in South San Francisco. So um, it makes sense for me to stay here right now. Um, oh, there's, there's no question. I mean, keeping your expenses low at any age uh, is one of the keys to success, right? You, you earn, you bust your ass during the day, earn, save, which means keep your expenses low and then invest. So, yeah, I mean, I, I don't know any other human being that lives on $200 a month. So congratulations. Yeah. Like it's crazy how I could say that I could, I could probably even go a little lower if I really wanted to. Oh, um, <laughs> yeah. It's just because I don't really need to spend much money. That's um, awesome. Keep that up. At, at this point. Yeah. At this point it's um, just food and sometimes there's Ubers. Um, I don't drive by the way, so I don't have car insurance or any of that. Um, mm -hmm. I just never needed it because I actually run my business at home. Mm -hmm. um, I run two businesses right now. And um, all I need is honestly my laptop or computer. And um, this is, this is um, a segue that I wanted to go into, which, mm -hmm. which is basically two of my businesses right now. I, I've been working on this for a while where I have luxury of automation. Mm -hmm. So I have people that I do trust and maybe I won't trust one day. I had to fire a lot of people to find the right people, uh, to be quite honest with you. I had so many experiences of being backstabbed. Um, but all besides that, I have the luxury of, um, I guess, time. 
I have the luxury of time just like you as well. And I think that I'm willing to be open-minded to um, looking into other real estate things like flipping. Or mm -hmm. I, I know that you're being, uh, you have time, so you've been looking into a lot of different things. And mm -hmm. um, maybe I'll follow your footsteps that way. And I just want to thank you so much time because I, I definitely have a little bit more time on my hands right now. And what I've just been using with it is just learning. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I think, I think what you're about to step into, and I just put out a video this morning, is I think the next 15 months are going to turn out to be like 2010, 11, which were great buying times. Um, so I know the first thing we talked about is you needed to learn a market, right? And, and you, bought, you bought my course and you're going to learn Fresno. Um, what, yeah. you're, what you're doing there is you're going to learn a skill, uh, basically, of learning a market and you could take it anywhere. Yeah, that's, that's pretty cool. So have you gotten into the course at all yet? Oh, no, I, I finished the whole course. Oh, my goodness. I finished it around, I would say, four to five hours. I finished it around four to five hours. I finished it in the evening. Okay. Yeah. Wow. So have you taken the step to pick a zip code and a property type and really started looking around yet? Yeah, I've been looking at two different zip codes. Um been building out one spreadsheet, but I've just simply been looking at properties around three times a day just to kind of see, oh, uh, by the way, the zip code that you're looking at, um, a lot of pending offers. Like once it hits the Zillow or Realtor.com, uh, it just goes to pending. So I know that that zip code is definitely very, very, um, I don't know, competitive, but also very um, interesting. I've just been studying it and seeing how the number has been up and down, three bedroom, mm -hmm. two baths versus four bedroom, two baths, mm -hmm. square footage. And um, just trying to be analytical and trying to understand Fresno as well. That's awesome. Because what you're going to see over time is some of those will obviously close and they'll go away, but some of them will come back. Right. So yeah. it's, it's um, you're really starting to learn the vibes. And when we go down the air together, We'll introduce you to a property manager. We'll give you rents, and then you can really start filling out and calculating your yield, because you'll see Fresno produces an average yield, and then your job's to get a a, a good or great deal, which will be higher than the average. So, uh, pretty fantastic. Um, any questions yeah, out of the course? Any questions out of the course? I finished it two days ago. <laughs> Which is crazy. <laughs> That's awesome. Well, no, I bought it two days ago and I finished it that day. Um, I, I like to, I like to be aggressive when I can. There are definitely a lot of things in life where you can't be aggressive in, but mm -hmm. when it comes to just grinding and dedicating to something and learning, uh, no, I could definitely finish it. It was a great course. Um, to be quite honest with you, I think that you put in everything that was necessary. It's really up to the person that buys the course at this point right. to do something with it. Yeah, uh, do there are the people work. that can, yeah, if they buy it, you know, it's not going to make you rich. It can, it can make you rich, but you got to take these steps. Mm -hmm. You got to create spreadsheets. Not everybody wants to create a spreadsheet, by the way. Um, and you just got to do it step by step. And one day you could own 175 rental properties just like Michael. It's just, mm -hmm. you got to start now. Um, and I think that you went over everything, you know. And I thought I, my favorite video was the one hour, I think 61 minute video of you um, doing a conference in, I'm guessing, New York or Boston. 
probably a Boston, I think. Yeah. Yeah, it was it was a good one. I, I learned a lot. Um, awesome. And I, I didn't know you did uh, so much speaking events because <laughs> you you did a great job. I appreciate um, that. Michael's actually pretty good at giving joke uh, giving out jokes. By the way. <laughs> I was, yeah, he's a comedian. He's a part-time comedian. <laughs> oh, that's hilarious. I'm, I'm glad you enjoyed it. Uh, one of the things I know I wanted to talk about that we hashed around, I think via text, was your big audacious goal, right? You, you have a goal by 50, if you don't mind talking about that and, and kind of how we yeah, break we that can, down. Yeah, we can definitely talk about it. Um, right now, when I was 16, I had very simple goals. Freedom and uh, the second one was... Uh, I think I wanted to buy a Lamborghini. Um, <laughs> of course. Young, <laughs> any any teenager at, at that age with the hormones that I had. Um, and, you know, I, I went to the Lamborghini and, and uh, it was very simple, very, very binary. And the only way that I could get that is to work hard. Yeah. Um, and when I had the money, to be quite honest with you, I, I thought it was kind of dumb. I looked into the prices and I was just like, why don't I just save that money instead? <laughs> Good idea. I was always a cool guy, but you know, everybody likes to show off sometimes. But to be quite honest with you, it has no meaning to my life anymore. It was definitely a phase of my life. That's awesome. Um, I actually moved to Vegas for a while, but I think your question was what my what was my goal. Um, and basically, while I was talking about all of this, was I want to give myself a little bit of direction. And right now, um, my only goal and vision is really to become the best version of myself. Okay. Um, in all areas. And right now, the, the area that I've been focusing on the most is definitely financial. And what Michael was talking about was when I was, when I'm 50, I want to become a billionaire. But right now, to be quite honest with you, even with all the numbers I punched in, even with the spreadsheets, I have no idea how to get to the million. I think that's very possible to hit around 200, $500 million. Um, but a billion is going to be a hard number to hit. Um, but I want to set that as a ceiling. And if I come up a little short, that's fine. But I know for a fact that I have a lot to learn. And um, sometimes if I just set a goal and kind of give myself a vision, then I'll just slowly walk towards that North Compass. Yeah, I think, I think and again, we'll just put it out here, right? One of the things I put in my first or second response back was, you know, what if we dropped to zero, right? We went from a billion to a hundred million. Right. Yeah. And, and, you know, we talked about that a little bit and you're like, no, I want, I want the big number. I want to, I want to drive and go for it. So, so and uh, that's awesome. Right. To, to have that fortitude and, and cause some people would look at a billion and let's just say after five or six years, you're worth seven or eight or whatever it is. And you're like, ah, it would almost be like defeated. Uh, but I don't yeah. get that sense from you. You've, you've, you've walked your life since 16 going after big audacious goals. So for you, it makes total sense for others. I would coach them to be like, no, a hundred's enough. Um, yeah. I mean, definitely be smart about it. And you know, there are areas where you need to be conservative. There are areas where you can be aggressive and uh, me being aggressive is, you know, setting a goal of a billion, being a billionaire. And um, it's okay. If I come up short, I like to set goals that scare me a little bit mm -hmm. because, you know, for example, uh, for example, if a company I set it as fifty thousand revenue that I want coming in this month, and if I come up short at thirty five thousand, at least I'm getting there, and mm -hmm. it's okay to not hit my goals because at least I'm still moving forward. As long right. as I'm moving forward, 
that's success to me. Mm -hmm. And, um, you know, yeah. yeah. And, and the one thing I really loved about your goal is that you made it 50, right? You didn't make it 30 or 35 or something like that, because as you saw in our story, our huge growth was really two steps. First is we, we, we bought everything we could during the crash. I mean, like everything, when things were on sale, yeah. we went all in. Uh, but the other one is yeah, yeah. time, right? Time is the greatest helper with real estate. So for you, it's like, Hey, can I, bust it the next four or five years, get some single family homes, let appreciation happen, let inflation happen, then then do what we did, 1031 out exchange of houses into bigger units. And then maybe five to 10 years after that, go from those units to even bigger units. That's just how all this has to work for you, right? It's, it's not going to be you earning a billion dollars. It's going to be deploying assets, exactly. slivers of cash, and then let appreciation help you. So it's, it's, it's going to be hard. It's certainly not impossible. Yeah, it's just step by step, and um, you know. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I, I know. So I know. I know a young man who started. Uh, he was a painter. Uh, basically, started a painting company when he was sixteen, and he's got to be worth fifty to sixty million today, and he's thirty-one. Uh, in Fresno, wow. actually, you'll meet him. Uh, I'll introduce you to him. I guess we'll have to meet him. <laughs> yeah, no, we, I will definitely I make sure you meet him. I'd love to expand my network. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I guess I'll, I'll tell you offline, but you can look him up on Forbes 30 Under 30. Uh, he was featured like four or five years ago. So um, wow. we'll, talk, we'll talk about him Very later. Very impressive. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So what else, what else can we talk about, uh, you know, on this, the course, your goals, how to get you there, how can I help you? What else do you think? Um... The next thing I was thinking about was just expanding. Well, we're going to be connect. I'm going to have the honor to, to meet your PMs, your property mm -hmm. managers and your team. Mm -hmm. um, so that's basically my, ne my next step. Okay. Um, and I've been calling a few people just to kind of get a feel of whatever he's going to be coding. And um, um, I, ha I have like, I think two agents right now that are um, helping me do like an MLS thing. Right now, my next stage is just to build out a team. Yep. Um, that I rely on for this system mm -hmm. and um, yeah, just waiting for the right time to buy right now. Um, cool. Definitely sitting a little, uh, a little liquid in cash right now. So I want to make sure that that money's working for me. And that's the yeah. reason why I got into real estate. Um, you know, the money's just sitting there um, with, I'm doing wealth from by the way. Mm -hmm. So I get 2.07% now. It used to be 2.4 APR uh, every year paid out in monthly dividends, but it's, it's not good. Uh, I'm just leaving it there and uh, waiting for the right time to, um, to deploy it. Yeah. What I'd like to see you do is, is just given how focused you are, usually I, usually I tell people 90 days, but for you, it'll be, let's just, let's target Thanksgiving. Let's not make any real offers until Thanksgiving. Like let's learn the market, keep looking every day. Let's go down there a couple of times. Um, and yeah. then we're going to see where your head's at, right? Do you want to stay in Fresno? Do you want to go to Detroit? whatnot. Um, but yeah, yeah, I think, I think between Thanksgiving and Christmas, just picking two arbitrary dates, you're going to be making offers and we'll see what happens. I just thought about a little crazy idea. So if sure. I do end up doing real estate for full time, like doing flipping, doing mm -hmm. private money, doing everything. Yeah. Um, since Fresno is four hours away from me, what if I just, live there 
Yeah. Your expenses are going to go up. Yeah. My yeah. what's going to go up? Expenses, right? Not 200 bucks a month anymore. It'll be because you're going <laughs> to have to pay for rent and all that. But yeah, I think, I, yeah. Think, I think there's absolutely a chance for that. Um, yeah, I think I could see that happening for sure. Yeah, I mean, I, I'm thinking of it as a, an investment. So investing in moving to somewhere else and living there. And, um, you know, quite honestly, you know, I'm going to have a little bit more independence because yeah. uh, to be honest, my parents still cook for me sometimes and I'm a little spoiled. I got to take care of myself. <laughs> uh, and, you know, be on the ground, be yeah. on the ground, be in the city and understand the real estate, see it, touch it, feel it and um, understand it. Um, so that's another possibility of what I'm going to be doing. Very, very cool. Well, I, I think there's uh, lots of things in your future. I look, I look forward to, I don't know, being a guide or walking side by side with you as we go down this path. And it's going to be fun to check in with you uh, on these videos once a year or so to see how you're doing. Yeah, we can definitely do that. We can definitely do that because Michael gave me a very, uh, I think it's a very ambitious goal, but I think that we can still make it happen. So you said eight to 10 properties um, on year 2020. Yeah, it's a goal, man. We got to get there. Uh, I'm very excited. I'm very, very excited. So now it's just preparation and uh, I'm going to execute it, guys. And if I, if I can do it, I think that you guys can at least do one or two properties a year. And um, I guess just let me be a testimonial or, yeah, just be a testimony to the fact that anybody can really do it. And uh, maybe I'll just do it. And then, you know, Michael will be showing you how to do it. I'll be showing uh, how I did it. Mm -hmm. And um, hopefully it'll inspire you guys to do as well, because, you know, we're, we are quite honestly really regular people. <laughs> and, uh, you know, we, we've done some cool things that I'm sure a lot of people want to do as well. Um, so we'll definitely document this journey. Very, very cool, Richard. Well, thank you very much for doing this call. It was very helpful. And uh, let's yeah, hang you. on and, and we'll schedule our next meeting.